Hello and welcome to our podcast. Today we're diving into the juicy topic of cancel culture. If you haven't heard of the term, you must have lived under a rock. And if you have heard of them, you probably have an opinion. So sit back, relax and let's dive in. For those who might not be familiar with cancel culture, it's a phenomenon where individuals or groups are publicly shamed or boycotted for behavior or statements deemed inappropriate. And while supporters of cancel culture argue that it's a way to hold people accountable for their actions, opponents claim that it's become a way to stifle free speech and different opinions. The rise of cancel culture and the idea of cancelling someone happens with a familiar pattern. A celebrity or other public figures does or says something offensive, and a public backlash, which is often fueled by politically progressive social media, ensues. I think cancel culture has gone too far. It's become a way for people to silence those they disagree with rather than engaging in meaningful disclosure. Mm, I agree. I think it's important to engage in meaningful conversations and debates. But cancel culture is necessary to hold people accountable for their actions, especially those in positions of power and influence. And to many people, this process of publicly calling for accountability has become an important tool of social justice. And I think it can be considered as a way of combating through collective actions some of the huge power imbalances that often exist between public figures with far-reaching platforms and audiences and the people and communities their words and actions may harm. Mm -hmm. Uh, But of course, this can also um, just happen if used correctly where your point has to be remembered and taken into consideration. While cancer culture has been praised for bringing attention to issues like racism and sexism, it's also been criticized for going too far and not allowing room for redemption. So, what are the pros and cons of cancel culture, Victoria? There are plenty of debates over what cancel culture is and what it means, including whether it's a way to hold people accountable or a tactic to punish others. The problem with cancel culture is that it's based on a black and white mentality. People make mistakes and they should be allowed to learn from them without being publicly shamed or boycotted. Cancel culture can also result in increased online bullying and it can contribute to violence and threats, even worse than the original offence being called out. Mm -hmm. I understand where you are coming from, but the fact is that cancel culture has brought attention to important issues like racism and sexism, as I mentioned. And it's a way to hold people accountable for their actions and make sure that they hopefully understand the impact of their behavior. And for instance, Harry Potter author J.K. Rowling has faced criticism from from her own fans since she began to voice transphobic beliefs. Mm-hmm. And so cancer culture also allows marginalized people to seek accountability where the justice system has failed. Uh, for instance, like the Me Too movement where many women... Um, but also some men got the ability to speak up and cancel their abusers in a forum where uh, the accusations got heard. Mm -hmm. So according to a study done by the University of California in 2018, 81% of women and 43% of men reported uh, experiencing some form of sexual assault or harassment nationwide in the United States. 
So due to this movement, many prominent people in both entertainment, sports and politics have been exposed for sexually harassing or assaulting people. And I think this illustrates the importance of speaking out and creating awareness on such topics. Yes, and another example where cancel culture caused consequences for public figures was when the Dixie Chicks, a country music group, faced backlash and cancelling in 2003 after making critical comments about then US President George W. Bush during a concert in London. The group's leader, Natalie Maines, stated, Just so you know, we're on the good side with y'all. We do not want this war, this violence. We're ashamed of what the president, that the president of the United States is from Texas. Texas. These comments spe- uh, sparked outrage amongst some Americans who viewed them as disrespectful towards the country's leader. And as a result of these comments, uh, the Dixie Chicks faced a significant backlash. Many radio stations stopped playing their music and the group received death threats and hate mail. And I think this illustrates the dark side of cancel culture really well uh, because it shows how it should not be used. Uh, I think cancel culture can be used as a tool to create awareness, as I've said plenty of times, and also consequences for public figures to a certain limit because it should not be used to send death threats and hate mail, which, as Victoria mentioned, um, can contribute to increased cyberbullying. So calling out is not the same as raising awareness, and I think this is really important to remember. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the main criticisms of cancel culture is that it stifles free speech, and some argue that cancel culture has created a culture of fear where people are afraid to express their opinions. Yes, but to be able to discuss if cancel culture prohibits uh, freedom of speech, we need to define what it is. And freedom of speech is defined by amnesty as the right to seek, receive and impart information and ideas of all kind by any means. As stated in the first and 14th, 14th amendment to the constitutions of the United States, it's the right to express information, ideas and opinions free of government restriction based on content. It's also considered a fundamental human right and is often protected by law in many countries, such such as uh, the example of the United States. This means that individuals are free to express their views without interference from the government or other authorities. Mm -hmm. Mm, But however, I also think it's important to note that freedom of speech does not protect all forms of speech, such as hate speech. Uh, because these types of speech may be restricted in order to protect the rights and safety of other people. Yeah, but with the better understanding of freedom of speech, I think cancel culture is a a direct threat to this right. When people are afraid to express their opinion for for the fear of being cancelled, I think it's a dangerous path towards society where the on- there is only one opinion that is allowed. Mm-hmm. And I agree, and I do understand what you mean. But again, I partly disagree. Uh, but cancer culture doesn't necessarily stifle free speech when it's used as a way to hold people accountable for their actions. Uh, I think it's important to remember that free speech doesn't mean freedom from consequences. But if a fear of being cancelled causes people to self-censor, that will harm the public discourse, as you mentioned. Yeah.
as cancel culture continues to be a diverse topic, what do you think the future holds for it? I think that cancel culture will eventually die out as people start to realize the harm it can cause. Holding people accountable is important, but cancel culture isn't the way to do it. Uh, Personally, I think cancel culture is here to stay, where creating a more just and equitable society is necessary. Uh, People in positions of power and influence need to be held accountable for their actions. And I think cancel culture is one way to do that. Well, there you have it. Two very different perspectives of the cancel culture. As with any controversial topic, it's important to consider different viewpoints and engage in meaningful dialogue. Until next time!